Hello and welcome to EM Sports Talk. The date is Saturday, January 25th. And we got a lot in store for today's episode number two. First episode, we had over 100 streams on five different platforms. Uh, we started out really well. Uh, today's episode is going to be really great. And yes, I'm streaming on a Saturday. Whoever imagined that. But anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about the draft board. Picks 6 through 10. The NBA All-Star Game starters was released. We got controversy over the East starters. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Antonio Brown saga. It continues. So, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. And let's get to it. Welcome back to episode 2 of EM Sports Talk. The date is January 25th, Saturday, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Melton. And we got, like I said, we got some good things, some good topics today to talk about. First, let's talk a little about... Our draft board. And last week we went over picks one through five. I mean, not last week, Thursday. We're gonna go over picks six through ten today. I got these. I mean, not picks, but where I got these guys ranked. And it, I mean, it's it's a little bit of new faces. You know, we got new guys on here. Uh, we don't really have uh, different names. We got the names that you pretty see on everybody's big board because the, it's really consistent. So uh, let's start um, with the sixth guy on my board. I got tackle Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. All right. So probably people like, why you don't have C.D. Lamb this high? Or Grant Delpit, Isaiah Simons. I just don't see it happen. Uh, I, I picked him uh, to go six. I got him on player Andrew Thomas six on my board because he's probably one of the best Dual office alignment in the draft. He can uh, play. The guy can play guard, tackle. He can play. He can't play center, but you can put him on the outside or the inside, and he'll dominate. He did it at Georgia. DeAndre Swift had a hell of a season, running for over a thousand yards at Georgia. The guy Andrew Thomas is a stud. He's one of those guys you can play, put in. He can be a a tackle for ten plus seasons. Because he's durable. And at seven, I got C.D. Lamb. All right. C.D. Lamb is probably next. You no, know, I mean, his route running not as great as Jerry Judy. He probably just a little faster, but the guy is electric. He had 63 receptions, 1,327 yards, 14 touchdowns. He was Jalen Hurd's main guy at Oregon, I mean, at Oklahoma. All right. This guy, I mean, people scrutinize him. And it was like, oh, God. CeeDee Lamb is overrated. I mean, the guy balled out. You couldn't check him. It was games he took over. The LSU game, that first half was all CeeDee Lamb. Okay? And and, and you got to stop scrutinizing these guys. It's college. I mean, these guys, are, like I said, they're fighting for jobs. Uh, let's, uh, at number eight, I got Grant Delpit. I mean, so Grant Delpit was pretty hard because I, I wanted to put him lower. But I said, this guy is an NFL-sized safety. He had a bad year. He had only 38 tackles, one forced fumble, two interceptions, seven pass deflections. I mean, he wasn't even in the top 50 for none of these categories. The guy struggled this season. He couldn't make open field tackles. He was getting roasted against Alabama, literally. Mac Jones threw a deep post route one play, okay? 
through a deep post route. Seeing a guy, I mean, Grant Delpit just couldn't keep up with Henry Ruggs. It was like an 80-yard touchdown. LSU uh, back in this year was pretty nonchalant. I mean, they turned it on against Clemson. They shut down T. Higgins and, and uh, Justin Ross. They shut them guys down. But it, it, I mean, when in the big games, they struggled. Right? And at number nine, I got Isaiah Simons, the linebacker from Clemson. 67 tackles, seven sacks, one forced fumble. He had three interceptions. He's a linebacker, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? This guy, they, they in the National Championship game, they was putting him at linebacker, defensive end, safety. He even lined up one time as a corner. <laughs> this guy was everywhere. That's how versatile he is. I want to say he can go in the top five. But I got him at nine for a reason. He's undersized. I mean, he's not undersized. He's pretty big to play line, middle linebacker. He's listed as a middle linebacker. 6'4". Come on, that's a big cat. That's a, uh, that guy is huge, six four, two twenty five. I mean, this guy is probably too big to play safety in the NFL. But I mean, his he's going to probably run like a four five. The guy is a, a, a great player on the field, and and Clemson valued him. That was like their glue on their defense this year. Top three defense, Simmons, Simons, whatever you want to call. He balled out. The guy is sensational. Don't be surprised if the Raiders trade up and get him. I'm not, you know, I'm getting to that next, next episode or my mock draft. But this guy Isaiah Simons is really good. Okay, and uh, ten, I got AJ Espinosa out of Iowa. Great player, kids electric. Eleven and a half sacks, thirty-two tackles. I mean, four forced fumbles. He, this this guy came out of nowhere. If you think of Iowa, you wouldn't think of a guy, a defensive end. They know him for the offensive line, the tight ends. This guy, A.J. Espinosa, probably was one of the best there was in the country this year. And, I mean, Ohio State game, he got shut down. I mean, because he was going against top-tier tackles. But 11 and a half sacks is hard to get, you know, in the Big Ten. It's going to be hard to get in the NFL. But I, I, I see him fit in a 3-4 defense scheme where he can – even stand up or get his hand in that dirt. Four point, three point stand, so he can stand up in a two point stance and rush. And that's what I like him. I think he might get moved to outside linebacker. I don't see him playing defensive end for a four three. I don't see it happening. The guy is electric. Uh he's good. But I just uh you know the the this year's draft class is so deep at pretty much every position. So you know, I, I I like it. I mean, I, I like his fit on a three-four defense, and I mean, you question his will some games against bigger schools, but the guy, I mean, the NFL is different, man. These guys are motivated more. Money, women, like you can't get better than that, right? That's why I got. I think he finds a good defensive coordinator who's gonna motivate him to get get more money, go out there and get it. A.J. Espinosa, you might be looking at a six, seven-time Pro Bowler. That's why I like him here at number 10. We're going to take a quick bake, and when we get back, we're going to talk about those controversial NBA All-Stars. Okay, The Eastern Conference is scrutinized so much, but I think it's a good lineup. We're going to get more into it when we get back. Welcome back. 
So, um, like I said, we're going to talk about these NBA All-Star star lineups, all right? So, it came out, well, two, three days ago. I want to say the, on, I want to say Tuesday, the starters came out. So, uh, and, and, and name them. In the East, we got Kimba Walker, Trey Young, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the, the captain, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid, all right? So, many people was like, we're not accustomed to this type of Eastern Conference lineup. You used to more names, stars in there, but you got to think. Kimba Walker is a borderline superstar. Kimball, I mean, he, he balling out right now in Boston, and he was scrutinized. I mean, like, he was on a terrible team last year. People said, Kimball Walker's doing it because he's on a bad team. He's on a good team, though. They, the, the, the Celtics ain't scrubs. They beat the crap out of the Lakers the other night. Okay? Kimball Walker, I think, could be... I mean, I I think he really was the, the guy that need, they needed Boston this year. Boston's going to be a force to be reckoned with. People sleeping on Boston. They might have choked in the playoffs before, but these guys been there now. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They're not young. Even Kemba been there with the Hornets. I mean, they lost Al Horford, but this team is young, but they have playoff experience. They're going to be ready to go in the playoffs. Boston, the playoffs are probably going to go through Boston. Number one seed right now. They're killing people. The Clippers can't fuck with them. The Lakers can't. The Raptors can't. I mean, you, the Bucks can't. I mean, this team is good. And Trey Young. People was like, Trey Young. People were like, why is Trey Young a starter? Trey Young is a starter because this guy's different. He's a bucket getter. He's on the worst team in the league right now, and this guy is averaging 25 points per game. He's going, he's getting buckets. Trey Young is a bucket getter, man. I'm telling people. He's a bucket getter. That's all I'm going to say. Trey Young is official, man. I'm telling you. And he's the reason why Hawks are in a lot of games. But he takes a lot of dumb shots as well. Trey Young, I'm telling you, he's, a, he's the next big star in the Eastern Conference. Just like the East, though. The East got a lot of rising stars. Trey Young ain't the only guy. I mean, he's a bucket getter. He take a lot of bad shots. But this guy, I mean, these guys are the next big things in the NBA. The West got a lot of older stars. But the East got the next young stars. Kemba's a little older. But Trey Young, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid. These guys are literally the next big things in the East. In the NBA in general. Siakam just signed a... Uh, a max extension. Okay. Giannis just won the MVP last year. And uh, Siakam won most improved. Giannis in the running for MVP again this year. He got Milwaukee in the second seed in the um, in the East. So, uh, this guy is, 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 the guy is special. Giannis is a great player. And again, this is his second year in a row getting uh, the captain of the East for the All-Star game, all right? Got these guys, the Bucks to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Giannis Antetokounmpo, we already know what he is. He is the star. He probably is the face of the NBA right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo dominates every opponent. 
Averaging triple-double so far this season. Got Milwaukee winning. They're having fun. These guys are in the back wrestling before every game. These guys are different. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a different maker. Because if he's not playing, the Bucks suck. If he's playing, the Bucks are winning. All right? And I think the most controversial name on this start is Pascal Siakam. People are like, how the hell did you let this bum? People probably think he's a bum, but if you watch basketball, you know damn well Siakam isn't a bum. This guy is a bucket. He didn't scared of no one. He went smack at LeBron, Kawhi. You know, he was the re- one of the reasons why the Raptors won the championship last year. People keep saying Kawhi carried him. He might have carried him, but this guy balled out. Pascal Siakam right now, okay, hear me out. 23.5 points in the league right now, 23.5 uh, points per game this season. That ranks him 13th in the league. 7.7 rebounds right now. That ranks him 15th in the league. 3.5 assists. He's out of the top 50, but the guy isn't a point guard, okay? He's not a stretch forward and then like, I mean, a, pound, a point forward. He's a bucket getter. He can play defense. Great in the paint. This guy, Pascal Siakam, man, is so underrated. He got... Some noticed last year when he won most improved. But this guy, man, is putting on for Toronto. Uh, he is. And the guy came from nothing. Now as he's his first all-star game. He's a starter. Okay. This guy, Pascal Siakam. I'm telling you this now. Future MVP of the league. Toronto, get rid of those old guys. You know, I'm a Raptors fan if you don't know. All right. But... It, Siakam needs help. If Toronto is doing exceptional this year, but they're not, they don't have a championship team this year. They missing that next guy to help them. Kyle Lowry's too. He's not the same. Even though he's not, he's averaging twenty plus points so far. Hey, don't get me wrong. He's balling this year, but they can't keep giving him thirty million dollars. They can't afford stars in Toronto because they're paying borderline. Stars, not even superstars, $30 million, $25 million. For what? But I'm going to tell you why Siakam's another reason he's the all-star. He's the most unselfish player on the court. You don't see him on social media bragging, arguing, going back and forth. He goes out there and take care of his job. He don't even have no swag on the court. He don't have the big shoe deal. He's unselfish. The guy balls. He go. He plays basketball. If anybody to say that he doesn't deserve to be an All Star starter, I'll be damned. They might get their ass kicked in All Star game in the East. But that, I mean, their starters might not be the big names. But they got the good players on the East All Star team this year. Jimmy Butler's having one of the best seasons of his career with the Heat. He's coming off the bench. <laughs> you can't tell me the East team is bad. But they don't have the big names this year compared to the West. What are we going to get into? And the name that stand out for me is Luka Doncic. Okay. This guy in the West, uh, this guy, second year in the league now, okay, is going off this year. He has Dallas in the playoff race. No one, I didn't even expect Dallas to be good this year. I thought Przingis and him was going to take a big step forward. But they're playing exceptional basketball, mostly because of Luka Doncic. The West starters consist of him, Luka Doncic, LeBron, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis. That team alone would demolish. They probably would go 82-0 just with that starting five. 
But this isn't the season. It's a one-game thing, and it's not. For, I mean, it's for fun. But now they're starting to take this thing serious. LeBron's out there calling plays. Uh, as you seen last year in, in the uh, All-Star game. I mean, uh, Luka Doncic is the next star in the West. Uh, no, hands down, he is. The, you can say whatever you want. He might be the next face of the NBA. This guy is 24 years old. He's balling out ridiculously right now. He was playing basketball since so he was 14 overseas. At Real Madrid, okay? So you cannot sit here and tell me that he's not the next big thing in the West. LeBron's 30, what, 34? I mean, the guy, uh, don't get me wrong, LeBron's been balling too. 16 straight all-star appearances, and he started 14 of them. I mean, come on. And I hate what, look here. I don't care what nobody say LeBron's the best, the greatest player of all time, hands down, in the East. I mean, and not just in the East. He dominated the East. He's dominating the West. He's the best player of all time in NBA history. Him. You can say Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan. I'm tired of hearing it. LeBron will shit on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wouldn't be able to check him. Okay? Even though they got different play styles. But you don't see Michael Jordan out there getting triple doubles every night or double doubles. LeBron is a difference maker. We might we talking about the All-Star game here, but LeBron I mean this, and just the names of this West team is ridiculous. Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, the hack box he is, but he can get you 30 in the All-Star game. And I see why the East is scrutinized. Like, what the hell are the fans are voting? You know, but the, the, turns of, the times have changed in the NBA, okay? You don't really see those. I mean, I don't even think Paul George made the All-Star team this year. He makes it every year he used to with Indiana, right? So, I mean, it, I mean the All-Star game is going to be a very exciting to watch, of course. I can't wait. You can't wait. Nobody can wait to watch. That's going to be a great game. Nice little game on a Sunday. The All-Star festivities. The All-Star game is a great experience for fans. I mean, and for players. Okay. And speaking of players. Speaking of stars. Okay. I'm going to switch ties now to... I think one of the... I think if he would have been... I still think he's one of the best wide receivers of all time. Antonio Brown. Okay. This guy, Antonio Brown. Okay, we all know his story, all right? Went from star to nothing. This guy's not in on the team, having arguments with the management on teams, can't get signed, lost his, his, his agent, okay? Got all types of charges with his name in the last year, the sexual assault charges, which he haven't been charged yet. So that's not really a charge. Antonio Brown... I think it's probably one of the most misunderstood guys in the league. But I think he's one of the most stupid guys in the league as well. This guy, you know, he did nothing to save his name this year. Cut by the Raiders, traded by the Steelers in one year. Couple tryouts, nothing. Nothing happened. I mean, this guy, Antonio Brown, okay. Just got in, just got in more legal trouble. So two days ago, a delivery truck driver outside his home in Hollywood, him and his trainer, Antonio Brown and his trainer, got into it with the guy. 
So, I mean, this what makes doesn't help Antonio Brown's case at all because a lot of people think it's a mental issue with this guy. I starting to believe it is. Before we get into this new situation, okay? So last week, a viral video video of Antonio Brown went out on Twitter of him cursing out his baby mother and a couple officers. So they got into a dispute. She stole his keys out of his house, tried to drive his Bentley. Okay, police was called. Brown just ran. Fishbowl. He called her a fishbowl. He had a bag of uh, uh, candy penises <laughs> he threw at her. All right, he told her. Look at this what he told her. Okay, he told her, if you can't afford, how are you going to steal a Bentley and you can't afford to pay for it? He can't afford to pay the car insurance. This guy, Antonio Brown, is a character. I enjoy watching this saga continue. Antonio Brown should be acting, okay? But, I mean, that whole situation, he got his kid. The kids got taken, okay? The girlfriend, I mean, the baby mother is just, she's not as, she's more insane as he is. Both need help, okay? But Antonio Brown loves his kids and stuff. I mean, but that whole situation was stupid. And he went on, and that's was another reason why he's in on the team. The social media is killing his mental state. This guy is ranting on social media every single day. It seems like he's like him and Trump on every. It's trending every day. Antonio Brown needs help. Okay, so back to this recent situation. This guy and his trainer gets into it with a delivery truck driver. His trainer vandalized the car and all this. But Antonio Brown, to add more fuel to his fire, he takes a rock and throw it at the, the guy in the delivery truck, right? So him and his trainer and him getting in, they scrapping. Like, they really middle, probably in the middle of the street in front of his house getting it in, okay? So what does a delivery, what does a normal civilian does normally to celebrities? They call the cops. Police show up. Antonio Brown and his, not his agent, his trainer try to go inside the house probably. Like nothing happened. Brown. Brown trying to get arrested. Okay. He goes to jail. Next day, they release a warrant out for Antonio Brown's arrest. And this shit continues for him. He turns himself in, I want to say, last, yesterday uh, on the 23rd, he turned himself in. Okay. Spent the night in jail. He made his 100K bond, of course, as Antonio Brown. He paid it off. But this guy has to go to court now for a stupid charge. And he was he's talking about he wants to get signed and, and all this. But this guy just isn't I mean, like, this guy just got charged with um his his trainer Glenn Holt got charged with battery and felony burglary. <laughs> just idiots. And Brown got charged with uh criminal mischief, battery, burglary as well. I mean, it just doesn't get better for this guy. And, it, and mental health is a real issue in America. A lot of people shy away from it. But Antonio Brown, man, I'm convinced this guy needs help. The brother needs help. He's psycho. He's ridiculous. Crazy. I mean, this guy does stuff to ruin his career, jeopardize his family. I mean, what, what like... I mean, if you, want to, if, if you wanted to get signed by a national professional team, right? You wouldn't be on social media cursing out owners, the the commissioner. He's cursing out former players. This guy, Antonio Brown, really needs help. 
he cut ties with his his manager, or his agent, and his agent said he cut ties with Antonio. But and he screenshotted the text. And you know what he did? He put it on social media. But his agent said like, he can't do it anymore. He needs help. Antonio Brown, if you ask me, right? If this guy gets help, gets back on his feet, he can be like Josh Gordon. He can be back in the league by middle of next season, right? The guy just had to stay off social media, go to rehab, clear his mind up, right? Talk to someone. Get his situation cleared with all his charges and everything. I think the guy would be back to a, a, a star, superstar, because he was a superstar in the NFL. This guy, Antonio Brown, is really good. Okay. I mean, him cursing out the police the other day, calling them <laughs> homophobes and all this, just doesn't help. I mean, this guy is really, he needs help. He's not a good image. He had a lot of people idolizing him. It's just not good for him his image anymore. A lot of people don't even want to. Nike cut ties with him. I mean, just Antonio Brown needs help. Okay. The only way he's going to get it is probably just be a fucking man and go get help. And if you enjoyed this show, follow the Instagram channel, EM Sports Talk underscore. Leave us some comments. Talk to us, man. We like to interact with you guys. Uh, you keep saying, who's we? I got an, I got other counterparts with Ian Sports Talk. I'm your main host. They're going to be on the show very soon. But, I mean, uh, we got good things coming. Excitement. Live interviews. Live streams. Everything. Uh, you're probably like, when are we going to start being more consistent with the streams? I'm a college student, so it's, you know, the, the scheduling is hard, but I, I, I'm i going to figure it out, and I'm going to release the dates, the official dates, where we're going to go and do our podcast on the Instagram channel. Remember, again, it's EM Sports Talk underscore. We're going to have, every Sunday, we're going to have some uh, interactions with the fans, you know, some questions, if you have any questions, so we can put on the show, some segments you want us to talk about. So, like, share this, stream it as much as you can. I'm your host, Eric Melton, and this is another EM Sports Talk show. We'll see you guys next time. Enjoy.